It's Cole and Company, the Cedar Valley's maximum sports talk show. If you don't love it, leave it. Afternoons from 5 to 6 on 1650 The Fan. A little bouncer slowly toward Bryant. He will glove it through to Rizzo. It's in time. And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. At 102.3 FM. Cyclones won't foul. Cousins just dribbles out the clock. And Iowa State has knocked off the number one team in the country, Oklahoma. On the 1650 The Fan app. For Oakmanish, a three. Good! You can't be serious with that shot. And streaming online at 1650thefan.com. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. And now, here's your host. I know, I know I'm smarter than that son Good afternoon, what's up? It's hump day, folks. Wednesday edition of Colin Company underway. From the Shirley Street Studio, I'm your host, Cole Bear. How's everybody doing? January 13 of 2021. Nearing the halfway point of this first month. Time flies when you're having fun, right? And uh, some other good news, at least I think so. It is no longer dark outside when I start the show at 5 o'clock here. It's actually decent light out, too. Like, I think it was maybe late last week when I started to notice that. I'm a big fan, if you can't tell, of the days being longer. And, gosh, how does that work? I always forget how that works because we're on... Are we on Daylight Savings Time now, right? We're not? I don't think we are. It's just we're on Central Time now, not Central Standard. Is it Central Time or Central Standard? Somebody clear this up for me. Help me out here. Whatever we need to be on to make the days longer, I'm all for that. Let's make that happen. I mean, is that asking a lot after what we all went through in 2020? I think I would get a majority behind me on that. And if you're in the minority, oh, please, email me, call me up, and explain your rationale. I would love to hear it. But, hey, this is a sports show. Yes, it is. It's a sports show, however you are tuned in, whether it's on 1650 AM, 102.3 FM, on our app, or streaming online at 1650thefan.com. Thanks for being here. A couple great guests lined up today to talk sports. Check us out on Twitter. Follow us at 1650KCNZ. I'm on Twitter, at Real Bear on Facebook, just type in 1650 The Fan. You'll see the page. Then click the like button. You'll be all set. Check out the website. It's where you get the podcast of this show. whole lot of other great stuff, including the Waterloo Blackhawks Minutes. If you haven't seen that, it's a uh, recent piece of content that we began publishing. Uh, it was that last week when we started that. Tim Harwood does a great job over there with the Waterloo Blackhawks. And uh, you can now not only enjoy the Waterloo Blackhawks Minute, with Mark Simpson each morning. Uh, usually Mark gets to that um, about six, sometime between 6.28, 6.30, each morning in his show during Blackhawks season. You usually get them Tuesday through Friday, sometimes Tuesday through Thursdays. But if you're unable, if you miss them, got something going on, or you can't listen during maximum mornings, sometimes we get them, get them in during either the 11 or 3 o'clock hour or during this show. 
And uh, if time permits today, we'll get the Waterloo Blackhawks minute in. But a lot of stuff to check out at 1650thefan.com, including that. So bookmark it, make it a regular stop for yourself on the World Wide Web. We got a text from Dave. He gives me the assist here, currently on Central Standard Time. So the other one's just called Central Time, if I'm not mistaken. And so let's let's go to that. Let's just go to Central Time. Let's get rid of uh, this and let's uh, more daylight. Who's not for more daylight, huh? Any dungeon dwellers out there listening to the show? I, uh, I, I love all of you equally. I do, but I might be looking at you. You know how like the Rock would raise his eyebrow. That's what I'm doing right now to anybody who's against this. Just for the record, so please explain yourself if you are against me on this cause. I'm not sure what kind of wagons I can circle to make this happen. I don't know if I have any means to politically pressure anybody to make it happen, but let's start a coalition, all right? We need these things, especially after last year. Um, all right, dial me up if you want, 319-277-1918 or toll-free 800-913-9479. You could also email the show. Email address is cole at 1650thefan.com. Questions, comments? Maybe something you'd like to hear on a future show. Any tips you have, send them along. Uh, area sports news and scores, of course, will lead it off here in just a few moments. We'll have uh, post-game audio from last night's Cedar Falls girls basketball win. The sixth-ranked Tigers going on the road and getting a big win at 11th-ranked Cedar Rapids, Washington. Uh, a whole lot to get to in the stack today. We'll do that shortly. After we're done there, we take timeout number one. That's when you get the CBS Sports Flash, VEASAN action update, and a forecast. Of course, we'll pay the bills, too, during that break. Got another BetMGM uh, promo to run at you for this evening, so make sure you got that BetMGM app downloaded. We're just firing off great promos at you every day. Check it out. As uh, I had explained last week, that, that you're seeing these new companies get involved in the sports wagering space here in Iowa because a law that came into effect at the beginning of the year makes it so they do not have to have a physical space in the state to be legally able to provide a sports wagering service. So that's why you're seeing, um, you know, BetMGM among many others right now. But really like the partnership we have going with BetMGM. Like I said, their promos are great. They really are. I know there's a lot of great ones out there. Their stands up or uh, outpaces anybody's uh, going right now. So check that out as well during the first time out. We'll come back from that first break and uh, be joined by our guy Kevin Lehman, college basketball television analyst, former college basketball coach. And you follow him on Twitter at Sports. And, of course, we will talk UNI, Drake, Iowa, and Iowa State with the coach. I know he had the call of UNI Bradley on Monday, that was an exciting game. Obviously, it didn't turn out in you and I's favor. We told you about that earlier this week on the show, but um, eager to talk to Coach and catch up on all things good and bad. And I think when you mentioned bad, you know who we're talking about. Yeah, you and I's had some struggles, but you, you've seen the glimpses. It's Iowa State. Iowa State is they they need to bounce back. I mean, if you can call. Uh, I mean, what was that, 91-64, they lost to Texas Tech this past weekend. And they had played Baylor close. 
Um, who was the other really good Big 12 team? West Virginia. They played West Virginia close. They obviously didn't get wins, but you're just trying to see something out of Steve Prohm's team and certainly didn't see anything uh, this past weekend. It was that Saturday when they lost 91-64 to Texas Tech. I think, honestly, I think at this point, and uh, I'll preface it again, as I say many times on this show, we will not ever make a habit about talking about somebody's job other than when it is relevant to the conversation. And uh, at this point, I think if we were not still enduring this COVID-19 pandemic, that Steve Prohm would likely be out at the end of this year. But I do think, I still think Steve Prohm's going to get one more year to show Jamie Pollard and the donors at Iowa State that he's got this thing pointed in the right direction. So we'll talk about it all with Coach Lehman coming up in the next segment. After we're done with Coach Lehman, we'll take the time out near the bottom of the hour. That's when you'll get your Radio Iowa Sports Update. Then we'll come back and really looking forward to this. We'll be joined by Brent Carmichael. He's the Waterloo East boys basketball coach. The Trojans got a big win last night, one-point win against Cedar Rapids Kennedy. Of course, we'll talk to Coach about that. The Trojans hovering around 500. They're 3-5, three 2-3 and five, two and three in the Mississippi Valley, uh, Valley Division. So looking forward to learning about this Trojan boys basketball team. So that'll be at about uh, around 535. Coach Carmichael will join us. So look forward to that. And after we're done with Coach Carmichael, we'll take the final timeout. That's when you get the NFL Network update and Dan Patrick's daily commentary. Then we'll come back and wrap up the show. That's the agenda. Let's get into it. Area sports news and scores. Last night in girls basketball involving schools in the Metro. In 5A, 6th ranked Cedar Falls won at 11th ranked Cedar Rapids, Washington. 60-55 to was the final tightly contested game. Here is... Cedar Falls' star player, Anaya Barney, after the game, talking about how she was really impressed, really liked her team's composure down the stretch. We work a lot on keeping our composure. Um, one of the big things that grown pushes is never too high, never too low. So if we make a mistake, we know that we need to get back on defense. On, if we make a mistake on offense, we know we need to get back on defense and get a stop. And I think that was something that really helped us out this game. Barney made some really key clutch free throws late in this win. Here she is talking about why she's confident at the charity stripe. Free throws have been something that I've really worked on since my freshman year. There were times my freshman years when I wouldn't shoot um, the free throw as well as I wanted to. And we actually have a court at our house, so I'd go home and make myself make a thousand free throws before I went to bed. And so I just really, um, that has been a big focus from just uh, knowing that that's a free shot that I should be able to put in and focusing on that has really helped me. Here's Coach Greg Grone talking about the big win last night. You know, there was times tonight where I, I thought, you know, we, we did some really good things on the offensive end against time tonight where, um, you know, I think we get a little impatient at times when, when we can work the ball around a little bit more. But, um, you know, it, it was a – they're a tough team. And, and, um, and they're going to make some noise yet coming uh, here the rest of the season and into the postseason. So uh, they're a good team, a well-balanced team. They, they got great outside sh shooters and a great post present with a couple players out there. And um, a mismatch for us, but um, I was glad that we were able to contain them as much as we could. Elsewhere in the Metro in 5A, number 3 Waterloo West defeated Cedar Rapids Jefferson 72-48. Cedar Rapids Kennedy got the best of Waterloo East, 72-19, and Columbus took care of Union LaPorte City, 45-20. Last night in girls' basketball games involving area-ranked schools 
in 2A. Number three, Dyke New Hartford held off number six, Denver, 39-33. Sumner Fredericksburg upset 2A, 12th-ranked Jessup, 38-34. And Applington Parkersburg took down 1A, 15th-ranked AGWSR, 48-37. Last night in boys' basketball games in the Metro, 4A number one, Cedar Falls ran past Cedar Rapids, Washington, 86-61. Tigers are now 7-0. Waterloo West rolled past Cedar Rapids, Jeff, 76-54. And Waterloo East, as I mentioned, a one-point win against Cedar Rapids, Kennedy, 52-51. And Union LaPorte City defeated Waterloo Columbus, 67-52. Last night, an area of boys' basketball games involving ranked schools in 2A. Number three, Dyke New Hartford rallied late to beat 2A number six, Denver, 87-85. The Wolverines scored seven consecutive points in the game's final 48 seconds. Dyke New Hartford takes over first place in the NICL East Division with the win. In 1A, number nine, Wapsie Valley downed Hudson 60-42. The Wartburg men's basketball team recorded its first win of the season. They knocked off Simpson College 69-64 last night in Waverly. The Knights used a balanced scoring attack. 11 different players scored. Mitch Gelling was the high man for Wartburg with nine. The Orange and Black conclude non-conference play on Saturday when they head to Dubuque to take on the University of Dubuque. Loris is the preseason favorite in men's basketball in the American Rivers Conference. In voting among the nine coaches, the Dewhawks received three first-place votes and 55 points. Nebraska Wesleyan was a close second with 54 points and two first place votes. Wartburg was picked to finish third. The Knights received two first place votes and 44 points. Wartburg has been picked by the coaches as the favorite to win the American Rivers Conference women's basketball title. The Knights have claimed the regular season and conference tournament championships the past four seasons. Wartburg earned 64 points in the poll recording eight of nine first-place votes. Loris, last year's regular season runner-up, is picked to finish second. Due to COVID-19 problems with Drake, the Drake at UNI men's basketball game, scheduled for next Thursday, the 21st, has been postponed. The Missouri Valley Conference will announce a makeup date for the game later on. The Bulldogs are off to a 13-0 start. They had their series with Loyola postponed this past weekend, and their series at Missouri State this weekend is also postponed. Well, today in women's college basketball, Iowa tipped off against Ohio State at 3 this afternoon, and that game just recently went final. An overtime final result. Ohio State stays undefeated. The Buckeyes are ranked 15th. They defeat Iowa 84-82, and they snap the Hawkeyes 42-game home winning streak. Tonight, Iowa State is at home. They entertain Oklahoma State. The Cowgirls have been perfect in the Big 12 so far. They're 5-0. The Cyclones are 3-1. Listen to tonight's Cyclones game against Oklahoma State right here on The Fan. Pre-game show starts right after this show at 6. Tip-off is at 6.30. And finally, did you see this? The East Coast Hockey League Board of Governors approved the formation of an expansion franchise in Coralville. The team will play home games in the recently constructed Extreme Arena and has been approved to open their season this coming fall. At this time, the team doesn't have a name, and the ECHL currently has affiliations with 25 of the 31 clubs in the NHL. No official affiliation for the Coralville franchise has been announced.
All right, let's take this time out. CBS Sports Flash, Feast and Action Update, and a forecast all coming your way. We're talking hoops, Iowa, Iowa State, you and I, and Drake with college basketball television analyst Kevin Lehman, the coach, joins us next. You're listening to Colin Company on 1650 The Fan. Sports Flash. And this report is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. You can save big when you bundle auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. James Harden is out of Houston. The Nets have landed their third star. Harden goes to Brooklyn in a reported blockbuster 14 deal involving the Cavaliers and Pacers as well. The Rockets get four first-round picks, three from the Nets, one from the Cavaliers through the Bucks. Victor Oladipo, Rodion's Kuruks, and Dante Exum. Karis LeVert goes from Brooklyn to Indiana, and the Cavaliers receive Jared Allen and Torian Prince. There's been another postponement in the NBA tonight with the Hawks and Suns called off. Phoenix played Washington Monday, and the Wizards have had some positive cases. The Suns don't have enough players because of contact tracing. The Lakers go for their second win in as many nights and fourth in a row, and they tip off against the Thunder. The NHL season is getting underway with the Penguins and Flyers in Philadelphia. The coaching uh, carousel intrigue continues in the NFL with the Jets beginning their second round of coaching interviews with Robert Sala, who's also talking with the Eagles. I'm Rich Ackerman. Hey guys, DA, tomorrow morning a guy nicknamed the John Wayne of football. Jack Youngblood joins us. The DA Show, 6 Eastern, CBS Sports Radio. Listen to the NFL Divisional Round Doubleheader Sunday starting at 1.30 right here on 1650 The Fan. This hour is brought to you by Waterloo Regional Airport. For great fares on American Airlines without the drive and higher cost of parking, fly Waterloo. Visit AA.com today. New year, new sportsbook. Get to know BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, by winning $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on Minnesota versus Memphis and either team hits a three, you win. Just sign up and use bonus code COLBY100 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Then bet with confidence all year long with BetMGM's innovative parlay selection features, boosted odds specials, daily promotions, and much more. Download the app today or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code COLBY100 to win $100 in free bets when you wager $1 on either Minnesota or Memphis to hit a three. Enjoy your favorite sports like never before and make 2021 a year to remember. Sign up with BetMGM today. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Iowa only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. This is Brian Musburger's VSIN Action Update on 1650 The Fan. This Action Update brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. NHL underway tonight. The Flyers, a minus 115 money line favorite over the Penguins at plus 105, over under six. Montreal, plus 115 at Toronto at minus 135, six and a half total. The Blackhawks, a plus 220 underdog at Tampa Bay, minus 260, over under six and a half. The Canucks, plus 105 at Edmonton at minus 125, the over under six. And the Avalanche, a minus 140 favorite at home against the Blues at plus 120, over under five and a half. College basketball, a big win in the Big 12. 
tonight in Austin, number four, Texas, at home against 15th-ranked Texas Tech. The Longhorns, a three-point favorite, tip-off at 9 Eastern. I'm Trey Westerberg, 1650 The Fan. I'm meteorologist Megan Mulford with your weatherology forecast. A winter weather advisory begins at 3 a.m. early tomorrow morning and continues until 6 p.m. tomorrow evening. 27 tonight, under cloudy skies, south winds, 5 to 10 miles an hour. A mixture of precipitation likely tomorrow, 37. Chance for snow tomorrow night, 25. 2 to 4 inches of snow tomorrow through Friday night. With your weatherology Cedar Valley forecast, I'm meteorologist Megan Mulford. Right now, it's 37. Welcome back to Cole & Company with Cole Bear. Afternoons 5 to 6 on 1650 The Fan at 102.3 FM and on the 1650 The Fan app. Wednesday edition of the show continues. I'm your host, Cole Bear. It's time to talk college hoops with our guy, Kevin Lehman, college basketball television analyst. Saw coach on Monday night at McLeod Center when the Panthers came up short 75-73 against the Bradley Braves. Follow coach on Twitter at Sports. Coach, how about we just start there with the UNI Panthers. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Bradley was picked third in that preseason poll behind Loyola. Uh, and the Panthers before, obviously, A.J. Green was lost for the season with a hip injury. So I got to say, I was I was pretty surprised the Panthers were able to split that series and keep both games so tightly contested. Uh, did it surprise you the way that that series played out on Sunday and Monday? Well, what, what surprised you, though, Cole, as well as Northern Iowa played or as well as Bradley played? I would say probably as well as Northern Iowa played. And, you know, Coach Jacobson talked uh, about making some offensive adjustments after their first win in that series on Sunday night. And I think that's really the the big storyline right now is the fact that Coach Jake basically went back to a handful of old set plays that he used to run all the time in favor of that flow offense that they've been running for three years now that we've spent so much time talking about. Yeah, but, you know, he went to that flow offense in the first game, in those last five or six minutes, and that's yeah. where you saw that two-man game with Fife and Burhau. And, you know, he told me weeks ago when A.J. went down that they had to find ways to get the ball in Trey Burhau's hands more because he has now become one of their main playmakers. And you saw that at the end of that first game. Uh, and, of course, Monday night, Bradley made some adjustments. But I tell you what, Cole, I'd like to get your thoughts. I think this Bradley team is really, really talented. Their seven-footer, uh, Ari Boya, doesn't play. That gives them another yeah. rim protector. But their kid from the Netherlands, Rink Mass, they told me about him last year when he had knee surgery. I mean, this is a 6'11", 250-pound kid who can knock down threes, mm-hmm. and he hit some big ones in that game. They got a lot of pieces, this Bradley team. I think they're very dangerous here going down the stretch along with that team from Drake. You can't count them out, Coach, because of what they've been able to do in the conference tournament and win that the past couple of seasons. And Rink Mast, the the kid from the Netherlands, the big, he was he was really impressive. I you know I didn't know much about him going into that series, but came away impressed. And then of course everybody knows Elijah Childs is one of the best forwards in the Missouri Valley Conference, if not the best forward in the Missouri Valley Conference, right up there with with Cameron Crutwig and, and Austin Fife. Ari Boya, like you mentioned, being out of that series, the shot blocker at 7-1 was a big deal. And then I, I've always liked, it's not always the prettiest coach, but I've always liked Jay Sean Henry's game. Uh, he's kind of like that 
do a little bit of everything well guy for the Braves at 6'6", and uh, he's probably about 220, 230. Well, Deshaun Henry is, he's sixth man of the year. I mean, this dude may be a tight end in the NFL. If you look at his stats, uh, physically, he is one of the most gifted athletes in the league. I mean, 6'5", 220, speed, power. I've always liked him, and they can move him all around the court to different positions. And, you know, you think about it, they may be more dangerous, Bradley, with rink mass in there. Mm-hmm. So the injury to Ari Boya may be a blessing and surprise because, uh, because this kid, he hit some big shots. That's a tough cover. And I want to give some kudos to Austin Fife. I thought his defense on Elijah Childs was outstanding. Yeah. They did not send a double when, uh, when Fife had him. Of course, when they started the game, Betts had some issues with Childs. He had his first eight points on Betts, and I think maybe he got, a, got one on Cole Henry. But I didn't know Austin Fife could move his feet that well. He was really too physical for Childs, and I thought he did an outstanding job. But back to Bradley, it kind of looks like similar scripts. Last year, Childs broke his finger. They came back and played well in the tournament. Two years ago, they had injuries, got healthy during Arch Madness. So they've got back-to-back Arch Madness championships. You think with Ari Boy out, this team may be following the same script again with injuries. Watch out if they're healthy in March. Yeah, and, you know, like you mentioned with Mast and Boya, that, you know, you could put them both on the floor at the same time, I suppose, but that gives Brian Wardle great flexibility with his roster to be able to have either a stretch five or to have the complete opposite, to have a guy who's going to play in the interior be one of the best shot blockers in the league. That versatility is so valuable, and especially in a conference like like the MVC. Well, that's a great point. When you get into college basketball, the different styles you can play and versatility and moving players around is a huge advantage. And I, and I thought the two freshman guards for Northern Iowa, Nate Heisey and Ed Bowen Bourne, really played well because yeah. they're playing against some veterans. Terry Nolan... Uh, for Bradley's a stud. I like him. And Sean East, the kid came from UMass, a good player also. All right, let's uh, keep it in the Valley and quickly talk about Drake. Coach, um, they're they're on pause due to COVID-19 positives within their Tier 1 personnel. Still sitting at 13-0. and It's going to be a while before they play their next game. I mean, the, the conference announced that all the way through their game this next Thursday with you and I is postponed. Um Within these protocols, what do you suppose uh, Coach DeVries could do? I mean, what would you do in this scenario to try to keep your team safe? Would you be telling guys to go find gyms and shoot? And uh, I mean, what do you do? Well, um, I just was listening to Matt Lodick from Valpo on a podcast because he's been through it a number of times. Uh, you know, I don't know what the answer is. I think it depends on where you live because uh, different states, different counties have different protocols for this, but and you know these players are going to find gyms somewhere, but you've got to make sure they're safe from COVID if they're going to go work out by themselves. And that, that's the uh, – uh, it's a great question because I don't know what the actual protocol is. Can you get in your own gym and practice gym if you're the only one in there? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And Bradley went through it. Everybody's been through this. It's, uh, you know, it's part of the world right now. And you wonder about Drake. This is, they're going to have five games in a row canceled. In the middle of their Valley season, a team that's up to number 12 in the net, getting votes top, they're like 34th in the AP poll. Uh, unfortunate for 
for Darren DeVries and his Bulldogs, they got shut down this time. Coach, what do you think it says that Drake is up at 12 in the net rankings, but they can't even crack either the AP or the coach's top 25? You know, that's what I, I think the net, here's what the net does. That's different from the RPI. It takes into account how well you play. And the fact that Drake uh-huh. has only had one game under single digits, and that was at Indiana State, says a lot about how the net factors that in. And coaches, Cole, are starting to figure this out. You know, they figured out the RPI. Mm-hmm. You remember in the early 2000s when uh, uh, the Valley was getting four teams' bids? Yeah. When Southern was good, uh, like, like an 05, 04, 06 area. Because Doug Elson cracked the code for the RPI. Now coaches are cracking the code for the net, which means if you go on the road and play a really good team, Power 5 team doesn't hurt you. If you play a bad team at home, you better beat them as bad as you can because offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency figure in the net. That's why you're seeing uh, some of these scores where they're bringing in the lower level like Chicago State teams and beating them as bad as they can. College basketball television analyst Kevin Lehman, our guest for a few more minutes here on this Wednesday edition of Colon Company. Follow him on Twitter at K. Lehman Sports. All right, let's talk about the Cyclones quickly. Coach, did you see any of that 91-64 loss to Texas Tech this past Saturday? I mean, uh, whether you did or didn't, I mean, how do you deal with that if you're Steve Prohm? Well, my producer, uh, you know, I got sent to the Loyola Indiana State game on late notice because of the uh, Drake okay. COVID. My producer did that game on site. <laughs> so thank God I didn't turn on because he told me it was, uh, it was brutal. And this is a Cyclone team we thought had turned a corner a little bit cold because yeah. they were cutting down their turnovers, had played well those last couple games, but uh, complete meltdown at home in Hilton against Tech. This is a team that's they've got some problems. Yeah, they do. Xavier Foster done for the year now with foot surgery. Coach, if he needed that surgery, I mean, especially once he uh, had an injury preseason, had a concussion, he got COVID, I mean, why not just shut him down then? I mean, he came back and then Prone barely played him. I don't, I don't understand how this all played out. Well, I think he was trying to get through that injury. And he, you know, he also had mono early in the season. Uh, and what's different now, Cole, is because the NCAA, you don't have to worry about that getting a waiver, a medical waiver, because everyone's got a free year. So yeah. I guess you can play a kid as deep as you want and then make your decision yeah. at that point whether you're going to pull it on him or not. All right, let's talk about the Hawkeyes. They're still ranked fifth, 11-2 and two overall, 5-1 and one in the Big Ten. They play Michigan State tomorrow. Sparty's given Iowa plenty of trouble in the Fran McCaffrey era. Um, but they're 8-4, and four, just 2-4 and four in the Big Ten. So how good or maybe not so great is Tom Izzo's team this year? It seems to me, uh, and I've only seen a little bit of Michigan State, that maybe they're a good team. They're just a victim of what's a really, really tough Big Ten. Yeah, but usually that Big Ten is tough because Michigan State's tough. This yeah. team is not physical like we've seen Sparty in the past. They didn't have a uh, – you would think they had somebody in line. I think you might have said this to me, Cole. You should have somebody in uh, in waiting when Cassius Winston, your four-year guard, mm-hmm. graduates and goes to the NBA. They don't have a point guard. They're trying to make Rocket Watts a point guard. He's not. It's just not the same Spartans team that we've seen. They've won 19 of the last 22 against the Hawks, but this is a different time, different era. I don't think they can win in Carver-Hawkeye. 
Jordan Bohannon got his first player, Big Ten Player of the Week award uh, earlier this week. That was that was surprising to learn. That was the first time Jaybo had gotten that award, given all the great play he has had earlier in his career. But uh, we've gone from three, four weeks ago, Coach Lehman talking about does Jordan Bohannon need to come off the bench to him being Big Ten Player of the Week. I mean, what what do you see with that turnaround for Jaybo after his tough start to the season? He found his rhythm again. And I was with you. Uh, at Minnesota, you know, he struggled to make threes. Now he's red hot out there. But, Cole, you played basketball. Yeah. The kid had 14 assists and no turnovers against Minnesota. You and I couldn't play a pickup game and do that. No. That is one of the most amazing stat lines I've ever seen from a guy that's in a, any, any part of college basketball. 14 assists, no turnovers. He just found it. I mean, for lack of you know, further explanation, Coach, uh, I think whether you're, you're a baseball player and that's your best sport or you're a basketball player, that's your best sport, whatever it is, everybody knows when they kind of find it. You know, it could be your golf swing. George Jabo, he just he refound it. Yeah, there's that term we've talked about as athletes as being in the zone. He is in the zone. And if you had Luca Garza to throw it to, maybe we would be able to get 14 <laughs> yeah. assists. So let yeah. me retract that previous statement. <laughs> and it's easy to get open for three when you got Luca Garza standing down there in the painted area. Coach, I gotta run. Thanks so much for the time and the insight. We'll catch up again soon. All right, buddy. Good talking to you. Coach Lehman, college basketball television analyst. Follow him on Twitter at Sports. Always enjoy the conversation with Coach. We'll come back, talk more hoops. Brent Carmichael, Waterloo boys basketball coach, joins us next on this Wednesday edition of Colon Company on 1650 The Fan. This Radio Iowa Sports Report is presented by the Iowa Department of Public Safety, Governor's Traffic Safety Bureau. Make the resolution to keep yourself and others safe by always driving sober. Good afternoon, I'm Todd Kim. Iowa State will have to wait until Saturday to try and break through in the win column in Big 12 play when the Cyclones visit number 6 Kansas. Tonight's game at Kansas State had been postponed this week due to COVID issues in the Wildcat program. ISU is 0-5 in league play after getting blasted at home by Texas Tech 91-64. Coach Steve Prohm says when the offense struggles, the Cyclones need to maintain their intensity on defense. We, we've done that the last couple weeks. That's what was so disappointing and embarrassing about that game is we, we, had, we had made strides in that area with the West Virginia, Baylor, Texas. Even though those are losses, we competed the right way. And so um, we just got to take it a day at a time. And the Cyclone women are at home tonight in the Big 12 to play Oklahoma State. Todd Kim, Radio Iowa Sports. I may never have met you. We don't go way back. Maybe we wouldn't even be friends if we did. But when you wear a mask, you have my respect. Because your mask doesn't protect you. It protects me. I wear my mask to protect you. Mask up, America. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Here's today's Waterloo Blackhawks Minute with Tim Harwood. 
This feature is presented by Mike Faraday Heating and Air Conditioning. Last Saturday's Waterloo win in Sioux Falls was a memorable night for 17-year-old Emmett Crotto. The goalie was making his USHL debut. I know that my first period I was a little bit jittery at the start and I know that with my first game kind of got the monkey off the back there and I think every game will be every little bit more calmer for me so I think that'll be the main focus just kind of relax take a deep breath and yeah it'll be good looking forward to the rest of the season. Crotto finished with 29 saves during the 6-4 victory and talked about what he expects to remember. For sure one of the big things was uh, just the environment kind of going in with uh, a lot of people watching a lot of eyes on you so I just kind of got in there and I took a look around the crowd and I just kind of soaked it in and just tried to relax as much as I could and just be calm. Crotto is the youngest Waterloo goalie to earn a win since Logan Halliday in 2012. Make a smart choice about your own home comfort. Mike Faraday Heating and Air Conditioning offers up to $2,500 in rebates on a new Lennox home comfort system. Call Mike Faraday Heating and Air Conditioning today or visit MikeFaradayHeating.com. Make it Mike, a name you can trust. With a Blackhawks Minute, I'm Tim Harwood. Sam's new project needs a project manager right away. If she's going to manage to hit her deadline. It took an extra week to get approvals, but they still want the original delivery date. I guess we'll figure something out. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Cole & Company with Colbert, afternoons 5 to 6 on 1650 The Fan. Welcome back. Wednesday edition rolls on. I'm your host, Cole Bear. Talking a lot of hoops today. Just got done talking with college basketball television analyst Kevin Lehman. If you missed it, it'll be available in podcast form in about 20 minutes or so at 1650thefan.com. Hopefully you're tuned in now because we've got Brent Carmichael. He's the Waterloo East boys basketball coach. And the Trojans got a big win last night. 52-51 against Cedar Rapids Kennedy. Coach Carmichael, congrats on the win. Welcome to the show. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Cole. Uh, good to be back with you again. Uh, you know, it's good to be back in Cedar Valley, too. So, Well, it's great to have you on. Enjoyed the conversation we had. Uh, well, I think that would have been about late summer after your hiring was announced. And uh, you guys are hovering right around 500, which for yourself, first year in the program, uh, to me, that's more than respectable. We'll talk more about the team itself and everything you've been through so far. But please take us back to last night's game. That sounds like it was quite the thriller. How did you guys get that win against Kennedy? Well, I, our guys kept plugging away. You know, uh, we we needed a win really bad just for the the confidence of our guys. And you know, it, it stayed stayed really close the first half. They jumped out on us in the. Third quarter, I think, even built up to a 10-point lead. And uh, I made a quick switch to one of our shooters, and he came in and, and made one three, and then our point guard made a couple three, and then our senior, Ramir Scott, came in and hit three. So that put us right back in the game. And, 
by that time we had some momentum uh, going for us and just happened that they missed the last shot and, and uh, we picked up the win. Well, congrats on that W and looking at the entire body of work, Coach Carmichael, through these eight games, what sticks out to you about your team? What do you like most? Uh, that they're fighters. You know, they, you know, I think they're, we're, we're at a point where, you know, they're starting to trust me a little more. Um, it was really hard from the beginning just because they didn't know me. I'm coming in with a, a new system a, a, and a, even a more complicated system. And so, you know, they did, they, it took them a little bit to trust me. But I think what, what uh, stands out the most for me is the relationship building that, that's happening uh, on and off the court. And I think that's building that trust. And I think it showed last night in last night's game where, you know, when, when the, t- the going got a little bit of tough, you know, they, they believed in me because they knew I believed in them. And, and I think that really helped us out. That's really cool to hear. Brent Carmichael, Waterloo East Boys basketball coach, our guest right now on this Wednesday edition of Colin Company. All right, coach, you tell us what you you told us what you like about your team through eight games. Perhaps the the pictures cleared up a little bit. Is there any particular areas of emphasis you have right now that you're working with the guys in practice to improve upon? Oh, basic skills. I mean, just you know, we we have some really really good athletes um, and and some good kids. Um, but I just I have to go back and do a lot of basic. Uh, basic work, footwork, um, defensive stance, those kind of things. And so that's the, the hard part, trying to incorporate that in your practice and still be able to be ready for games. So um, that's the challenge that we face right now. But, again, uh, building that relationship with them, they're, they're starting to buy into it a little bit. And so it's a process. You know, it's a marathon with these guys. And we're a young team still. Uh, we have seven seniors, but – of those seven seniors, only three of them got really any playing time last year. And then I have five sophomores and two juniors. So um, we're still kind of young, you know. So I think that, you know, trying to get them to understand the system, get them to get some of those basic uh, skills skills and drills down, and, and uh, I think we'll be okay. Uh, what's it like in year one? Obviously, you've talked about you got to earn your players' trust. you got to build these relationships and I'm sure, like anybody else, whether it's you know me working here, running this radio station, or you running the boys' basketball program at Waterloo East, we all have plenty of ideas, many things that we want to do, we want to execute. What's it like? I'm sure there's a balance to be struck between teaching to the fundamentals and then getting to what I would imagine be those next finer steps, more profound steps, where really putting your fingerprint on what Trojan basketball will look like? Well, I think the first thing is, is really learning the history of Waterloo East basketball, you know, and, mm-hmm. and what it stood for and the traditions that they have, and then trying to bring some of that in, you know. But I, I think for me, it's, it's, you know, setting the foundation, giving them a really solid foundation to work from and stick to that. You know, don't, don't keep changing and, you know, saying this ain't working, this ain't working, or this is not going to work. You know, you got to stick to that foundation first and give them that foundation and then see how your athletes fit that foundation. And so that's kind of what, you know, has been my, my task so far is to give them that foundation and then see who's going to uh, best fit it and where they're best fitted at. Because we got, you know, we don't have any bigs. I mean, we're not 6'11 like Cedar Falls, you know, <laughs> across the line. So 
we have to look at how we how we can get the best out of our guys within the within the system that I'm trying to present. So that's been you know my biggest task is really building that foundation for them and giving them something to work with. Well, Coach Carmichael, if I was in high school and knowing the way I was when I actually was in high school, if I was playing on a team and we didn't have any bigs, I'd say, Coach, let's run that Steve Kerr warrior system. Let's run up and down the floor and shoot a bunch of threes. Well, the, the only problem with that <laughs> is you got to have guys that have IQs like the Warriors. Yeah. And and in high school, you're not going to find that too much. And so, you know, I, I think we, we have to run when we can. But with the talent that we have, I feel like we have to use those skills in a half-court set right now. Um, and if we can use those skills in a half-court set, um, you know, two, three years down the line, I think the, the younger kids are, are, are come in knowing my system, and then we'll be able to get to that warrior system. How much do you think that the European influence, the NBA influence, has trickled down um, into the high school game? Because you don't see, it used to be when I was young, that not only was your, your five-man, your center, a back-to-the-basket player, but usually your four-man, your power forward, was basically almost one and the same as your five. And anymore, you're, you see these the four-man is, is a perimeter player anymore. And a lot of times, too, the five-man has a lot of guard skills and plays on the perimeter. And, and you see that sometimes with high school teams. But just mm-hmm. in terms of how the game is played as a result uh, of that kind of positional transition that's happened uh, with the sport, how do you see how that's trickled down to the high school game? What adjustments, if any, have you made uh, in your philosophies? Well, I mean, you look at it, uh, um, you know, first they have the technology now, those, those, the shooting guns and all of that, getting the ball right back to you real quick. So people are putting up more shots. Even bigs are putting up more shots. So the influence coming from overseas, of course, started in the NBA. Um, you know, but you look at, you know, from the NBA down to college, who are, they're doing a lot of recruiting uh, overseas. And then you look at AAU basketball. A lot of the mm-hmm. international teams are coming over here to play in AAU tournaments. And then you look at the AAU coaches, who are a lot of run and gun, run and gun, letting people show their talents to the scouts. And so, so I think that it, it's kind of a, a mixture of things that have made it trickle down to the high school level because you're looking, you know, you're looking at bigs that, you know, that are knocking down, I mean, like Djokovic mm-hmm. from, from uh, Denver, you know, who's knocking down threes, but yet they can handle the ball so well and make passes. You know, so, I mean, even last night, you know, um, it, playing against Kennedy, you know, they're big, you know, with, with shooting threes, and he's very active, and he can handle the ball. And, I mean, so, so you have to, as a, as a coach, defending that is really hard. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, we had played man-to-man up until now. Now we went to a zone just because of the fact that, you know, some of our bigs can't handle those bigs. And so um, we had to look at a different philosophy on our defensive end couple more minutes here with Brent Carmichael, Waterloo East Boys basketball coach. Your senior, Ramir Scott, leads your team in scoring around 12.5 per game. Uh, what has Ramir done to put himself in position to provide the team with that level of production? Well, he's very experienced. I mean, Ramir has been playing since he's a freshman. You know, and so he, he knows things that a lot of our other guys don't know, and he, he's helped me even make that transition. And so... He and I talk a lot, you know, and, I'm, again, you know, me being a point guard and, and 
you know, knowing how to run the team, I try to, you know, pass some of that down to him. And, again, you know, I have to spend that time with him just for the simple fact that he's had a situation where he could kind of have freedom wherever he wanted to do um, these last three years. And this year, you know, I, I got a little harness on him every now and then just to <laughs> let him understand that, you know, when you get to the next level, you're going to have guys that are just as good as you or better you know, in four and five positions and not one or two positions from high school. And so he, he's, he's been a, a really uh, enlightening force uh, for me, like I said, giving me the input uh, of what has been going on the last three years. Well, it takes an entire team, you know, it, it, you know, whether it's someone who's not getting much playing time but is a real big factor in making guys better at practice or Ramir, uh, who else, Coach Carmichael, has emerged as leaders on this Trojan ball club? Well, I, I, I have to tell you, Cole, I have a really good sophomore class. I mean, a really good kids, you know, they're good students, you know, and, and they're good athletes. And so um, I, I would say we started a leadership program here at, at East Waterloo, and, and uh, I put the five, or the five sophomores as our leaders, you know, for the program just because, I knew the seniors were going to be leaving this year, and I would have the sophomores for the next three years, or for these three years. And so I'm, I'm kind of, you know, putting them in leadership positions as we speak so that they'll have that role, you know, for the next couple of years. So the sophomore class, uh, Martez Wigley, um, Shakur Wright, um, uh, Jamarius uh, Bradford Gates, uh, Dayton Bruce, you know, and Kiwan Jones, they're all, you know, uh, going to be our leaders uh, for the next couple of years. So I, I'm really excited about that sophomore class. Coach Carmichael, can't thank you enough for the time. Congratulations again on that big win last night. And uh, you got Iowa City Liberty up next. So best of luck with the next one. Best of health going forward. Thank you very much, Coach. Always nice to talk to you. Yeah, likewise. Take care, Coach. Coach Brent Carmichael, Waterloo East boys basketball coach, kind enough to join us. On this Wednesday edition of Colon Company, Trojans sit at three and five overall. They're two and three in the Mississippi Valley Valley Division, and uh, we'll keep an eye on the Trojans. That's uh, exciting. I think they got a great one. And Coach Carmichael, we'll come back, uh, wrap up the show right after this. Hi, I'm Mike Ann with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. The Terminator will be ready. That's what Sean McVay said when asked if Aaron Donald would play Saturday. The All-Pro injured his ribs in the playoff win over Seattle. The Rams also had quarterback Jared Goff practicing in full on Tuesday, a sign his surgically repaired thumb is on the mend. As for Seattle, well, they're looking for a new offensive coordinator. The Seahawks announced they were parting ways with Brian Schottenheimer, citing, quote, philosophical differences. The Raiders found a new D coordinator, hiring former Jags head coach Gus Bradley. In other head coaching news, well, the Eagles requested an interview with Bucks DC Todd Bowles, while the Texans did the same with Chiefs OC Eric Bieniemy. But neither interview can take place until the Bucks and Chiefs playoff runs are over. Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith was able to interview for both the Chargers and Lions jobs. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. 
Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick and loans, internal data. Points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. And consumer access.org number 330. may never have met you. We don't go way back. Maybe we wouldn't even be friends if we did. But when you wear a mask, you have my respect. Because your mask doesn't protect you. It protects me. I wear my mask to protect you. Mask up, America. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. With no football on last night, I felt like a bear coming out of hibernation. After three days of nothing but NFL playoffs and the national title game, I imagine we're all pretty bleary-eyed. But for some, last night might have been a little wake-up call that the NBA is dealing with some serious COVID issues. They've canceled multiple games lately. But in the shadow of football, that doesn't make a dent in the news cycle. The NBA is living off the goodwill from last season in the bubble. Same with the NHL. They both managed to get through a season safely when it barely seemed possible. The current regular season doesn't have the same urgency. Both sports play way too many games, so the early part of the schedule doesn't matter. And even though we have games, football is still top of mind. The NFL playoffs are just getting going, and the draft isn't far off. Basketball and hockey will have plenty of time to take over, perhaps after the Super Bowl. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I'm a little competitive. I refuse to let age beat me. I want to compete with guys 20 years younger than me and win. But then who doesn't? It takes work. It takes drive. It means working out, eating right, getting great sleep, mental energy so you can grind. And you got to put in the work to be healthy and successful. I want to be the best. I want to do the best. No plans to slow down. And that's why I started taking a supplement called M-Drive. It's an everyday supplement for guys that are driven. You want to stay energized, lean, strong. Ten years ago, a little over ten years ago, M-Drive was created by an elite scientist who made it for himself to fight back against aging. He refused to let age beat him. How do you feel? Tired? Gaining some weight? Losing your drive? Fight back. Try M-Drive for yourself, the everyday supplement for driven guys. Energy, strength, drive. Go to mdrivedan.com today. Get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Go to mdrivedan.com. Refind your prime with M-Drive. Well, that'll do it for a Wednesday edition of Colon Company. Want to thank Kevin Lehman, college basketball television analyst and Waterloo East boys basketball coach Brent Carmichael for joining today's show. If you missed any of it, it'll be available shortly online in podcast form at 1650thefan.com. Iowa State women's basketball coming up after news and weather here at the end of the hour. Cyclones playing host to Oklahoma State. Tip off at 630. I'm back tomorrow at 5. You've been listening to Cole & Company, the Cedar Valley's maximum sports talk show. Heard afternoons from 5 to 6 on 1650 The Fan and the all-new 102 at 102.3 FM.